What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34, and tonight I have a very special guest, another blast from the past. Ladora is in the building. How you doing, Ladora? Hi, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Um, thank you again for coming through and being open to share your story. Uh, definitely appreciate it. Um, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone, um, doing a couple icebreakers as well, and then after that, we'll jump into the main portion where you choose a number between 1 and 34. Sound good to you, Ladora? Sounds great. I'm super excited. For sure. <laughs> I'm excited to ha- have you on too. It's been, I don't know, when's the last time we talked? Probably you know, high school. <laughs> Probably, if, if yeah, which is a million years ago at this point. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Uh, well, yeah, my, my very first question for you is how have you been? You've been doing well. You've been doing great. How you been lately? Um, I've, I, That's such a hard question, right? <laughs> how have you been? I've been up and down. Right now I feel up which I'm trying to enjoy that of being in the okay, good section and just enjoying that for however long it lasts. For sure. For sure. Um, just, just curious when, when, since you're up in the up right now, when you are feeling that downward slope, how do you keep yourself up? Like, Ooh, I don't, that's probably mm. my problem is that when I got low, I, I tend to dip even lower. I'm not really good at bringing myself back up. I kind of, um, I just have to be patient with my emotions and just wait for, for that to adjust itself, I guess, you know, um, there's not really a lot that brings me out of it except for just like feeling it, but I've learned to be okay with the negative emotion and ride it out instead of running away from it i feel you i feel you and i think that's a that's the better approach you know i think i tend to i tend to run more more than just let myself feel it but um yeah i i I think i've learned throughout my life that you kind of have to allow yourself to feel those emotions right and uh, if, if anything it'll just make you stronger whenever you're faced with it again um but for sure i gotcha uh before we go any uh, further, I do have a couple icebreakers for you. Uh, you could okay. choose. You could choose between a one-word spelling bee or a riddle. Which one would you like to go for? A riddle. Riddle. All right. <laughs> a riddle. I, I cannot spell a riddle. <laughs> I got you. All right. Here we go. Uh, can you name three consecutive days without using the days of the week? So you can't say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, but you have to name three consecutive days. Three consecutive days without naming a day of the week. Yeah. Like, like March first, March second, <laughs> March third. I mean, <laughs> like that. T- 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 <laughs> like that. Te- is it? Is it one of those? Well, technically, you're correct, but it's not the answer that they listed. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll give you a half point for that if you want to try to get exactly what they say. Uh, okay. Give it another shot. Read consecutive days of the week without saying what again without the days of the week so you you can't say monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday or sunday oh shoot i don't know 
All good. So you're going to stick with that half point? <laughs> yeah, I want the half point. Half point's better than zero. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, well, the answer they were looking for was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. So feel free to use it. Don't feel too bad. Not everyone gets it. <laughs> I was pretty close. You were. You were. <laughs> You had, you had the right thinking, right? Like uh, you thought outside the box, which is what you need to do for riddles, right? Uh, but for sure, thank you for participating. <laughs> it's funny. All right, uh, moving on to the warm up. My first question for you in the warm up is: What would you like the audience to know about you? What I like the audience to know about me, um, I think that I'm. Before I even answer any questions, I typically say the first thing that comes to my mind. And sometimes I'm, I'm very philosophical in the way I answer questions. So I think that that's a good starting piece. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Uh, you think you've always been philosophical or was that something you had to grow into? No, uh, no, I think it kind of stems from that, like being downs in the downs a lot. And I think that I tend to look for answers, not within myself, but in like the why of the world instead of in the why of myself. Like, why are human beings like this? I'm not the only person, but like, why does this thing keep happening? You know, I tend to think like that. I gotcha. Uh, what would you say was the last why that you were kind of inspired to, to ask or either crossed your mind? The why that I most recently thought about is this is something I've been kicking around for like a, a couple weeks now. It's like why like there's a lot of innovation happening right now in the, like a lot of science spaces and even just like technologically in general. And I'm just wondering why are we so, why are we doing that? You know, why is that happening? Why do we constantly want everything to be better? You know, mm, okay. Um, what is the driving force there? Like, If you compare today back to the people of like a hundred years ago, as far as technology, they would say, oh my gosh, you have everything you need, but yet we want more and more and we will continue to want more and more. And there's never like, nothing's ever going to be good enough. Why? What in our brain is doing that? Why can't we be happy? Just like, not even just that, but just in general, like typically a lot of people maybe have the lives that some other people will want and you will always want more. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> you know, if you're going to ask me that question, I, I guess I know there's probably more and I'm just like boxing it, boxing it into these two answers. But, um, you know, the, the good side is that, you know, people want things to be more efficient, easier, cheaper, whatever, you know, like more accessible to everybody. And then the bad side, I think, is just greed. You know, it's like, you know, if we can make money off something by making it better, then, you know, we need to go do that, which... I don't know which one, which which is the driving force behind most innovative or you know the 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 creators out there. What's driving them? So that's that's the hard part for me. I don't, I can't tell if it's greed or if it's just that pure, you know, um, pure love of creating or you know trying yeah. to make things better. Yeah, but, I, which, yeah, it's a lot. There's there's so much to unpack. <laughs> there is, there is. Um, 
kind of curious. What would you say is your favorite uh, new techno technological thing that came out from since seven years ago, since we were in high school, and like what we didn't have in high school, so what we have now? What would you say has been one of your favorite things that came up? I think. I think while we did have social media back then, it didn't look like it looks today, and it wasn't as like people weren't as cool with strangers as they are today you know like <laughs> yeah. i would say like it's not necessarily technological but like the okayness that people have nowadays with strangers is very interesting it's 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 a little like it it, it completely contradicts everything we were taught as children um you get in cars with strangers strangers deliver your food you talk to I talk to so many people that I don't actually know in real life online. Um, there's just so much strangers. Like stranger danger is still a thing. Don't get me wrong, but the okayness of people actually sometimes prefer talking to strangers than talking to people they know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you. I mean, sometimes I'm surprised when when people come on the show and I don't know them, but we have a really good conversation, right? Uh, and then and for Stranger Danger wise like I haven't heard that messaging like to kids in a while I'm not you know I don't have any kids and don't know too many folks who do but you know the whole like don't get in the car with a stranger it's like how can you really enforce it now when you can just talk to strangers online like you know Instagram or TikTok sorry Instagram's for them for the millennials right <laughs> TikTok's for Gen Z so uh, yeah so I'm, I'm not sure how how that's gonna affect like this next generation of like i want to know strangers versus stay away from them you know yeah there's still like a creepy factor right you know there's like a there's still a creepy factor that exists and there is definitely like a arm's distance that you have with strangers i think you know like that you assume the app has vetted your uber driver and your your dasher for doordash but yeah there's 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 not as clean of a line as yeah. there was in the past for for strangers and um, <laughs> it's gonna bad. I, I think it's gonna bad. I think people like you know strangers because they can just talk to. There's no, there's no. You don't owe them anything. It's kind of like you can give and they don't know the full extent of what you can give, and they're more appreciative of the potential minimum of that you're providing. <laughs> Damn. As opposed to people you know that like want so much of you because they know you. That's that's a good perspective. That's that's one I haven't heard. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think there's some truth in that. Um, like there's, it's like since I don't know you, you don't know me. There's no preconceived judgments or like you know assumptions that are made. And whatever I tell that person, that's just gonna be that for for that brief moment in time. Uh, and there is some power to that where you don't feel like you have to carry that person's like perception of you like you do everyone else's right you know you, you gotta I don't know if everybody feels that way but yeah you know way I'm with my folks way I'm with my friends different things um but yeah I hear you my uh, exactly. my second question for you in the the warm-up is if someone were to pay you a tribute how would you like to be honored so if I was going to tell myself today, I'm going to do something in the memory of Ladora, what could I do? What, what act could I do? Um, I would say have a selfish moment. Like I'm a big advocate 
of, of moments of truly like giving to oneself, um, which is hard for a lot of people because they feel guilty for like not the big stuff, but like the small stuff of like ignoring calls or ignoring texts or like not participating in the day to day of society for one day, you know, just like kind of just feeling like you don't have to do anything. Um, mm. Those kind of selfless moments, uh, people don't do a lot. A lot of people do, you know, they'll be like, I'm going to take a class or do a, something that helps, helps them. But those all contribute to a bigger system, you know? But taking time off and like being selfish with your 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 all of your time is um, not very common, uh, even in your mind of just like, I'm just going to care about me for a second. People think people do it a lot, but they're usually catering to something and someone, you know, with their with the, the current selfish things, because doing nothing at all laying there and like literally doing nothing it's a true selfless act yeah and it, <laughs> it feels kind of uncomfortable sometimes um when when you just feel that pressure of like needing to do something right uh at least for me uh if, I, if i'm laying back there's a certain point where i'm just like damn i need to get up i need to go do something um but that's mm -hmm. that's only because I've spent probably the last 10 years being hella selfish and like feeling like I didn't need to do anything. That's how I kind of felt <laughs> in, in my 20s, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I'm on that other end of it where now I'm trying to like just use all my time for other folks. But um, I, I feel fall back into my old ways, which helps with the balance and keeps me selfish when I need to be and selfless it makes me want to be selfless when I don't have to be uh, but for sure now we now we know what to do in your honor um, my third question for you is on a scale from 1 to 10 how well do you know yourself I have no idea who I am and then I'm becoming okay with that I feel like I um, I don't know I feel like every day I'm I'm not I'm 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 not learning more about myself. I'm just becoming go with the flow and the process of of living. You know, I become I actually feel like every day I become more distanced from what I who I think I am and more understanding of myself as a part of this bigger system at play that I don't really know if if I am in myself. You know, if we are all in our in ourselves, mm. if that makes any sense. So I feel like I give myself more to that, that we are part of a system and all parts of the system are, are, act, are acting every day, including me as a part of it, as opposed to me. I, I have problems with like, who am I and what is my piece and what is my what is my like all the I questions, I struggle. <laughs> I struggle with those. The older I get, the more I struggle because it makes less sense. I gotcha. I gotcha. No, no. <laughs> um, I think that's, I think you're in, uh, in a space where it's great to be reflective about it. Um, there's this new thing that I haven't 
prepared enough for to like uh, unveil on the show, but it's called a vibe check. And um, one of the questions in the vibe check is, do you think we're all individuals or do you think we're part of a whole, you know? How, how do you feel about if, if I was going to ask you that now where do you and you could be in the middle if you like but do you think we're individuals or we're parts to a whole I think it's we're not I don't think that we're individuals because of how much our lives impact others and how much like one life is not that impact impactful like just in the grand scheme of things but everything compounds you know so that every one life is impactful because it all compounds, you know? One act, the smallest action that I take, buying a water bottle compounds, has impact, you know? Um, so it's hard, it's one of those things I struggle with because it's like every little thing that you do contributes to the larger system. Everything that you take contributes to the larger impact of the whole system. So it's, you're not really an individual because you impact not just other people, but the world, the universe as a whole. You think it's a good thing that like we have, we have this impact uh, on the bigger picture or it's, it's more of a bad thing? I don't think it's good or bad. It's what is. It's just what is happening. Like you can't, it's hard to say if it's good or bad because have my issues with good and bad in general but overall based on what like societal good and bads right now it has both impacts it's good and it helps people and then it's bad and it hurts people um every every action including those well-intentioned may have bad impact on someone else i feel you i feel you um if you don't mind I'd like to dig in a little bit deeper into that good versus evil thing or good and bad. Um, yeah, what, what is your issue with uh, good and bad? I, I've lately, another question I've been having is the, the tr like, what is good and what is bad? You know, what, it, what are those things? And I know how they feel, right? Human, human emotion. I understand how they, how things feel when they're bad and I understand how things feel when they're they're good but some things feel uh, the opposite from uh, of my things that i would like something that i feel good about might make someone else feel bad so then what is what is that action and then just because something makes most people feel good doesn't mean that it's good because hit throughout history some things that people thought were good we're bad, you know, <laughs> like turn out to be bad. It's all so subjective and, and, it, and like taking the human perspective out of it, these things don't exist. It's just what is, you know, certain things just are and how you feel about them can be temporary or long lasting. Only time will tell. Um, there's just so many factors into good and bad that, and that are subjective, not subjective. Yeah, subjective. They change for each person. Um, you know, there's no one action that you can pinpoint to say that this is definitely good. You know, mm -hmm. this is good. Cause in excess or even to a certain person, that perspective changes. So it's really like, you can't really say what's good and bad. You can just say what is and, you know, people are just trying their best to try 
to have some kind of like opinion. But again, it's like it's human thing. Humans are putting good and bad on to a thing. It's like a part of, I think, by like, I feel like it's part of our biology of like, mm. it has to, it gives you emotion. Some emotions we like, some emotions we don't. Um, and so, you know, that's just how we're, that's our lens on the world, but not everything is probably putting something in a good, a good and then a bad, you know? Yeah. But yet they're still experiencing life and still going through it just fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems it seems too simple to, to put things in, in just two things, right? Um, I think there's a lot of gray area. And I don't know about for you, but for me that growing up, I was very like two-sided, you know, this is what's good, this is what's bad. And then it was something as I got older where I'm all like, that isn't necessarily the case all the time. And more often than not, that's never the case. Um, you really have to deep behind the, the story to kind of figure out, you know, where you stand on it, where your personal views kind of align with, with what's going on. And um, yeah. uh, one, one last question to end the warm-up, just to um, follow through with that third one is, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? Um... I would say um, I am I ask a lot of questions so like I'm curious sometimes sometimes I'm curious if it's going down a path that makes my me feel bad I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to dig into it too much more but <laughs> overall I'm curious to understand why people think the way that they do why things are happening the way that they're happening I like the why gotcha gotcha for sure. I mean, I'm the same way. Um, so <laughs> if you have any questions that come up on your end, let me know. Uh, I'm definitely down to, to answer a couple. If, if you feel like it, it's no, no biggie. Um, but let's move on to the main portion where you start choosing numbers between 1 and 34. We have three, we have three levels, easy, medium, and hard. Where would you like to start? Easy. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, and feel free to move up and down between them. Um, each each section has thirty four questions, so uh, you could, if you want, you could choose the same number for each one. But okay, go ahead. Throw me your first number. Eleven. Eleven. Where is your happy place? My happy place is. Um my happy place my happy place i think is is when i'm planning vacation <laughs> is that is that a place is that that's my that's my happy place in the planning of vacation not even going yet just <laughs> to know that it's happening and these are the things i'm going to do because what actually happens on vacation is different than the planning phase but i'm usually pretty happy when i'm planning something that's going to happen I gotcha. Uh, what would you say has been your favorite place or favorite trip that you've taken so far? Um, I I will say that like I don't really have a favorite place because I don't feel like I've been enough places to for that. But I think that one thing with COVID is like I've been taking a lot more driving trips and having to be more strategic about what I do. And that has 
allowed me to go to different restaurants and try different food than I normally would have before because you could just go to a new place and then kind of be basic in that place right but now you kind of go like because I'm only driving places there are only so many places to go and to drive you you're forced to do more in that in those places and like I've gone to Palm Springs a few times and I feel like I've had a good time every time there it's not like it's not different you know it's it's not it's you know it's, it's still in it's still in California for me and it's not super unique per se but I feel like once you start getting into the nitty-gritty of of different cities you do actually start seeing that these places are very different they have different unique qualities of the people and what people care about in those cities and like what food they think is good in those cities that maybe you don't think that food is very good um I feel like that those experiences specifically are fun for me you know, like I'm, I'm realizing I like that kind of experience when I'm going somewhere of like, what are you, what are you, when y'all are living here to the people living in these places, what are you, what are y'all doing here? Like what's, what's the vibes? And it's always different. Some places give you a little, not necessarily culture shock, but like California is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and once you start getting out of the main main spots it's very different um and it's interesting to experience that (laughs) um and i feel like covid has helped me go to those places and see what they're what they're doing (laughs) yeah no i um i don't know if you knew this but i lived in long beach for five years after high school and it's funny that when when i was down there that um, people knew that I was from the Bay, right? Like just the, the way I was, they'd be like, "Oh, you're from from the Bay," and I'm like, uh, and I, I wasn't sure why, but and I always thought like people were kind of like, you know, we have characters here, and I thought everybody out there in the world is a character too, but I've been finding that like our vibe up here is a little bit different from all the other places. I don't know if you felt that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's something I've come to realize. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah. I totally agree. I think the 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 vibe of the Bay is very different. I I I think I used to think about California as like a this kind of like similar place, but it's very different. Like all the spots are very different. I've only I've I'm currently in LA and I've only been here for like eight months or nine months or so, and I've gone to a, a couple few like a few different spots down here and every single one of them is very different i've been to like san diego san diego vibe is different from like i went to newport newport beach which is more of like a beachy like it seems like all the beachy towns would be the same but this beachy town was had a whole different vibe from then like a palm springs which has you know every place just has its own little quirks um which i used to think of them all very similar but they are not and you can tell the difference you know like you i can't pinpoint it but like you know like this is not this is something that's not (laughs) like the other (laughs) yeah yeah you know yeah Yeah. like something's different about this i don't know what it is not not good or bad just like different have you ever been to a place that was close to the bay vibe that maybe you've encountered 
I haven't been to a whole city that's like the Bay, but I've been to the, uh, I once went to Vegas and I was in the Fremont Street, I think is what it's called. It's like the older Vegas part. And I was at this party or there's a bar or something like that. And it felt like the Bay. I forgot where I was, but everybody was from there though. So hilarious. <laughs> kind of like, and they, and everyone could just know that everyone else was from there. You just knew. Um, and so, but Vegas has a lot of, lot of Bay area transplants. So that that's cheating, but still, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I felt like it was very similar. And I feel like I saw a lot of the same kinds of people that I would see in the Bay. And so that was the closest, that was like the closest home away from home feeling I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, I've never, and been- I didn't know those people. <laughs> like I didn't know them. <laughs> that's the best part. Uh, I mean, that's the thing when you go to a place and you find out other people are from the Bay. It's like a, a real quick connection, right? And it's like, oh, where'd you go to school? And I'm like, oh shit, you know where this person is? <laughs> that's how it exactly. usually happens. Um, but yeah, I've never been to Vegas, and but it's definitely one of those places where I feel like if I was gonna move anywhere just because it's affordable, Vegas would be one of those places. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it, it has so many people that, too that like are from the Bay Area that have kind of just been like priced out. So those are like the real to me. Anyone who's been priced out of the Bay Area is the are the real Bay people, and so <laughs> I feel like. Um, uh, that that a lot of them live there, and so it's it's kind of like similar ish, similar ish. It's still also Nevada, so there's some differences. <laughs> That's a trip. That's a trip, though. I have to definitely take my time to check it out um, because you know it is def- a place that I'm really thinking about. That's affordable for me and my family. But all right, and uh, what is there any plans that you're excited about now? Like what what any vacationing planning that is putting you in a happy place currently um i don't have any vacations lined up which sucks but um i've just been on a i've there's not really been more than two weeks i've stayed at home um since things started opening up so i will probably be going somewhere soon i think i'll i think i want to do a staycation in la though like i want to go to a hotel in LA, I kind of got my eyes on a place, but I don't, but I have to like price it out. Cause I don't, I don't want to stay there on like a Friday. Cause I don't feel like you should spend too much money to stay inside your own city. <laughs> um, so I'll probably be looking at like a Tuesday or something or like a Tuesday. Cause I've kind of, it seems like the pool's nice and they have a restaurant that I want to go to. I could just go to the restaurant and then come home, but, walk, but <laughs> I want to do the whole experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you do reviews for that kind of stuff or, you know, if that's not really your jam since you're doing it, since you, you know, I don't do reviews, but I do like post it up, but I usually do it like well after I've got left and gone, like come back, came back. I probably talk about it like maybe on my stream, but I don't have like a big LA fan, 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 fan. I got you. Community. <laughs> I don't have a big LA community, so I don't. I don't know if anyone cares. Um, <laughs> I, I don't consider myself a, a influencer in that way. So, you know. Yeah. So you, you mentioned streaming. How long you've been doing that for? I've been streaming for three years. Um, very. It feels like I just started, but it's been three years. That's crazy. 
Yeah, like, um, what's your process like? Is it, it I mean, you know, I, I figure if it's easy, everybody would be doing it. So I don't think it's, it is easy. But uh, yeah, what's your experience like with it? It's such an expensive startup cost. And I think that's what prevents people from streaming is so, because, you know, while there's internet everywhere, like people expect a certain level of quality, I think, when they're watching a video. And streaming is difficult because you need certain amount of internet, a certain level of somewhat quality quality camera, which isn't super expensive, but it's it's still expensive. You know, it's 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 like a hundred dollars potentially for like a good webcam because usually the one that that comes with your laptop is not that good, and then you need like a decent laptop usually you know, to be able to stream it. So I think that's what prevents people from streaming. This is really expensive startup costs. But if you're a gamer and you have a gaming PC, you could stream, it's no problem probably. And I think it's also really easy to stream from uh, a console, if you have a console. But again, console is very expensive. Very expensive to buy those those PlayStations and those Xboxes. I know it is. I've been saving up for the for the new Xbox, even though like the new Xbox, new PlayStation is so hard to get, and I think they're just like you know driving the demand up. So when holiday season yeah. comes, everyone's on it. Uh, well, what ins- yeah. what inspired you to to get into streaming? Like, what made you go like you know what? I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna keep on doing it. <laughs> I'm very impulsive, so which is again why I'm like always leaving. I'm super impulsive. I saw on, um, I get, I get influenced a lot by social media ads. So I saw an ad for TwitchCon, which is the, um, I stream on Twitch. So an ad for TwitchCon, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go. And I'm gonna start streaming because this looks cool. I don't know what TwitchCon was, but it was in San Jose at the time. I was living um, in the Bay Area. So I was like, all right, that's not that far away. I'll go to this TwitchCon. Um, this is after, but mind you, I went to, uh, Comic-Con two years in a row, couldn't get a ticket and I wanted to go to some type of convention because I had so much fun. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to TwitchCon. Oh, it's a live streaming site. What is this live streaming site? What is live streaming? I mean, like, I know what it is, but like, how does it look on this website? So I go to the website. I'm like, all right, cool. I think I could do this. This would be no problem. Um, and then I just, I'm like, all right, go to TwitchCon. I meet people. Cause I'm about, I like to get involved in the community of things before I like dive into it. And I'm like, do I like these people? Yes or no. You know, do I like them? Yes or no. And I liked all the people that I came in contact with. So I said, cool, I'm going to get all the stuff for a PC. I'm going to build it out and I'm going to stream. Cause at the time I didn't even have a computer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I just was, cause I, I had my work laptop. You know, and I just do work off that and I do most things off my phone because you can do almost everything off your phone. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to build a PC um, so that I can I can game on it and I can stream off of it. And that's what I did. I, I came home from TwitchCon. I had a great time. I said, I'm going to buy all these pieces. I'm going to put it together. It took me a few months to, um, to get all of the pieces. Um, in a way that I felt like was affordable to me. And then um, and then I just started streaming after that. Uh, you know, it's been slow, but it's been going. I have a little community now, but uh, yeah. So it's kind of, it, it was it was quick like that. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. 
but also that's, I'm glad to hear that you know you, you did something on an impulse and you know you're sticking with it because I have that problem of doing something on impulse and not seeing it all the way through um, but for sure that, that's sick yeah, it, all, it all started with uh, going to a convention right <laughs> you just yeah yeah I feel like impulses stick when you build community so my impulse typically is to like join a community of the thing first so like like I wanted to um, I wanted to start a blog a blog so then I started going to meetups about blogging in the Bay Area and then so I met a lot of friends doing that so then now I'm uh, now I'm in a community of people that are doing it and so then you feel the need to keep going because all of your friends are doing it now do you know what I mean so <laughs> I feel like that makes you do it <laughs> no no you're right you're right um I think that was one of my biggest issues is that I never really built or joined communities whenever I was into doing something um I tried to do everything by myself and you know eventually that just it adds on and it really makes you feel like it makes you feel overwhelmed like I don't really want to do it no more um, mm-hmm. but yeah it, with the podcast it's been definitely a lot more easier to connect with other podcasters and or other content creators right and then everyone's just kind of like trying to push everybody up which I definitely do enjoy <laughs> but for sure for sure go ahead and throw me another number um, I want to go medium is it medium? medium yep 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 and then I want to do 23 23 medium <laughs> this one is uh do you think you know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not i have no idea what i'm doing i think if you ask me this question in like my mid-20s i'd be like yeah i know exactly what i'm doing i have no idea what i'm doing I have no idea where I'm going. I have no idea where the world is going. I have no idea. And I am just becoming okay with that fact that like, I have no idea. I'm just every day, just trying. That's one thing I know. I am trying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you said in your mid twenties, you would have said that you did know, but then now you don't. What what kind of changed for you there? Um, I think I just, I built something in my life, like my my life, and I realized that like I just I I'm done. I don't know, you know, like I'm done. I've done it all. Um, now what? Uh, you know, I, I I don't have any children, or and I'm I'm not married, which I thought I'd be at that time. But like I feel like I did everything else. I finished school and I got a decent job, and I was like I had an apartment, and I was just doing it i was just like self-sufficient at that point and i it was fine but i felt like all right now what like now what do you do at this point um this didn't this this was very hard and it took a long time to get there and i feel like i enjoyed it for a while of being like okay i'm done but then i realized like this isn't I'm not really super, super happy with this. It's that more thing that I keep talking about. Like you have it all, not all, I'm not like, you know, not all, but you know what I mean? Like you have like all the things that you need and it's just like, you still want to do more stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like you want to, you want something else eventually. And so then I just started, that's when I started doing a lot of hobbies and just started doing a lot of hobbies, <laughs> a lot of hobbies. And I still do a lot of hobbies. 
Um, and I still don't know what I want to do. Like I'm waiting for that spark of that thing that people keep talking about when you just like, I knew I wanted to do this. I'm starting to think those people are lying. You know, <laughs> I think those people are lying. Like uh, what's what I talk to a lot of people. I feel like that also just like I'm in my thirties and I have no idea. And uh, I thought that little spark that's like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Where is that? I have no, I, I have nothing I want to do for a long time, except for, uh, no, there's really nothing I want to do for like, that's like, I need to do this with the rest of my life. There's nothing like that, that exists for me. And I'm just being okay with that, that like, you just try new stuff every day. That's just what you do. You just, every day you wake up and you just, Try something new. I get inspired. I I take my inspiration from all the randomest things. And pr I promise you, I get influenced by influencers. I'm like, oh, all right. They try the thing. I look into it, see how how to be into that, and I'll try it. I see like a, a ad on something. I'll be like, oh, okay, that looks interesting. I'm gonna try it. Um, I just am always trying stuff because I'm just I'm waiting for that spark that I keep hearing about that I believe is fake and is a marketing tactic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I would say the um, the spark for me is real, but I think uh, well f for me I, c I kind of came to that because of how many t how much I've failed or like you talked about being self sufficient and getting to that point of feeling like. You know, I'm doing it. I'm doing me, and everything is kind of going smoothly. I don't think I've ever gotten to that point um, in my life yet, and I keep thinking about that because you know how successful people to be like, oh, I wish when I, I I could be broke again and, and like go through that journey again, and I'd be thinking they're bullshitting. Like, <laughs> you don't want to be back there, but that's they don't. They don't. They're lying. <laughs> they're lying. But the hunger, the hunger, um, the hunger, it goes away. You know. It goes away yeah yeah and i, I hope it I've, I've talked to like a lot of folks too and a big reason why this started is because i was done with the small talk um and i really wanted to get into deep conversations with folks and anytime i would do that in like a co like in the place of work and i've I don't know if you knew this, Ladora, but I had like 15 jobs in like 10 years. So I've been jumping around, talk, meeting a lot of different folks, and we all pretty much have the same ideas. Like, what am what am I gonna do to get me out of here? You know what? And I think maybe for some folks, that's how they can find a spark is if they don't like what they're doing at the moment, and or, or they're getting tired of it, so they try to find other things. Um, and uh, also, you talked about hobbies, and I think that's very important to to help you find your spark. And what what kind of hobbies have you been doing? Like what what's been sticking, and what's been something that you know you tried and you're like ah that's not for me. I don't know if anything is like not for me. If that makes sense, I think that starting new things and trying new things and having experience in a lot of things is the interesting part. I don't really commit myself that that deep to to any one thing. Um, but I wanted to be um, a I don't know if it's called like a, a natural national parks person. So I volunteered a lot at national parks and I was like um, kind of a part of communities that, that dealt with that. I really got into like camping 
for a bit. I got lost in the woods one time trying to be a backpacker. It's a failure. Um, and then I was thinking I wanted to get into photography. So I joined a photography group and I was like kind of into that for a little bit. And then that kind of led me into the, that at the same time I was in the blogging space and I thought I wanted to be a blogger. And then that was interesting for a while. Um, and then the, yeah, I, I recently, uh, not even recently, three years ago, then I was a part of the streaming thing. I was into fitness for a bit before, way before that. Um, lately I've been into day trip travel, as I've said. Oh, and restaurants, eating food, thinking maybe I'll be a foodie. Um, <laughs> Um, there was a like it's just it's ran it's like really random but it's like I'm really I feel like I'm pretty open-minded I really just want experiences you know so um there's that there's that piece I got you but I don't I don't I learned in all of this I don't think I'd like to monetize anything that I actually like to do I don't want to monetize anything I actually like to do I prefer, I've learned actually to appreciate working um, for other people in the last few years because you get to separate your livelihood from things you enjoy. And I feel like people start to hate the things they like to do when they can't monetize it in a way that supports their life. And I don't ever want to do that with like fun. I prefer just to like, contribute to society in a working way separate from my time like I've I, I feel like I used to think about monetizing a lot of these things and then I've realized I don't want to do that that makes it less fun it's not as exciting it's not experimental it's not it's not it becomes it, be, it becomes like the work you know it just becomes that for yeah. me no no you're you right know? <laughs> Yeah, that's um, uh, that's definitely something people have always been in my ear about. Is like, all right, well, how are you gonna start making money off what you're doing? And I have that same fear, and I have that fear of like, well, if I if it becomes something I'm paid for, am I gonna enjoy it as much as I you know do when I'm not getting paid for it? Um, and yeah, that I guess that's a decision I'll make when I have to cross that road. But for now, yeah, I definitely um, have created a way to balance my life where my day job fills my soul what i do at night fills my soul and you know i'm able to ride that wave for as long as i can um but yeah i think i think that's important too uh i had a question that was like a fleeting thought so so my bad um but uh just a heads up we have about uh, I, I remembered it but i wanted to remind you we have about 10 15 minutes left in the podcast uh wanted to thank you again for for stopping by i think it's been a great conversation and i hope you're having fun too i am this is great awesome uh, you had mentioned community a lot throughout the episode uh, yes what what do you find important about community or building community being active all that I think it gives everything purpose. I think that it's one of the most important aspects of anything. No, you don't care about anything unless there's community. You just don't. That's one thing I've learned. Like it's kind of, it's, 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 
and I think there should be more of it. I think that it's being monetized a lot though, you know, these days, everything's being monetized. Um, but I think that it's but the reason in it, but it works. And the reason why is because when you feel connected to something, you are more likely to want it to do better, to see it prosper. You are, you learn and it, it gives to you and you give, and it makes you want to give back into it when you have community. I don't think I've ever started anything without having community. If I can't find a community in it, I don't want it. Typically, I don't. I, I usually like don't even explore it if there's nothing there. If there's not people that are giving to it and, and contributing to it, I typically don't participate in it either. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, because like I said, I, I struggle with, you know, engaging into the community or building community um yeah how, how would you say you you start building a community since you you sort of did it with your stream um what what advice would you give to any folks out there who who want to do the same i think that you have to you have to you have to water it and and love it and 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 bring value to it you know like if you if you it's like you build it they'll come <laughs> but you have to like you have to be giving into it first. So like I didn't build my community just starting with me and around me. I participated in other people's communities first, you know, kind of paying your dues to the system at whole, the people that are building it before you, you know, because um, at your level too, not trying to just find the biggest people in the space, finding people that are at the same level as you, I think is really important too, like where you are so that you can actually contribute to them. You can't really give a lot to like, like if I'm a, I'm a small streamer, a really small streamer, I'm not going to give to the, like the top streamers of the world. I have really nothing to give from a streaming perspective, maybe from a corporate perspective, but not from a streaming perspective i don't really have much to give there um but people at my same level as we're all trying to figure it out and struggle i have a lot to give here i can help you know i've i understand like different things of like maybe how to make a banner or how to find um different things from other like i was in the blogging community for a while so i understand how they pitch to brands and things like that that same ideas don't live in the streaming world for some reason, you know, even mm. though they have community and audiences and people, they don't pitch. They think that the people are just supposed to find them. I feel like a lot of the time, like they think people are supposed to just find you and know to give you stuff, but you got to go out there and pitch. You got to be like the, the bloggers are pitching. They're, t they're saying in their posts and things are saying, Oh my God, thank you for working with me. But they went after it and they pitched the whole thing and gave them the whole idea for this whole partnership. And then they're just executing on it and that's just how they're doing it um but i guess it sounds better when you say they came to you and you didn't go to them but stuff like that like of just knowing some of those things is helpful to people that are trying to figure it out maybe um you know you just learn a lot in general of like people trying to figure out what's happening behind the scenes like i've worked um in different like tech companies and I understand how some of that some of that can work behind the scenes without like I don't work at any of these places but I feel like there's some similarities and I can add some value there 
um, you just got like ideas on like, I don't, I'm not going to do this, but maybe you want to do this and you have the bandwidth and you want to execute on this or just things you can add to people and help people with. Um, genuinely also be genuine about it, not just to receive, to give because you actually care. Um, and people will see that and they will want to know you and they will want to help you if you genuinely want this thing to move forward. And if you're fake, you will eventually be outed and that the community will not allow you to participate. Um, you know, you just got to give value, understand that like you have something, you got something you can bring to the table, something. Um, you know, if you've worked anywhere, I feel like you probably know how to stream. If you've done any customer service, streaming is literally, I feel like some of that. <laughs> it's some of it's some of that. You got you're trying to keep people happy, but also recognizing that you you can't. Um, because unlike a lot of other platforms, it's real-time feedback. <laughs> and people are real-time telling you they don't like it. They don't like what you're playing, they don't like what you're doing, they don't like what you're talking about, and they're really mean about it. Um you know, and you got it, you got a customer service in a way where like, okay, well, I'm not doing that right now. If you feel strongly about what you're doing or you appease, I don't really recommend appeasing the audience too much, but you know, there's a level, there's balance. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for that answer. Um, I just asking you for some quick feedback for, for something like this, like, you know, uh, live streaming is something I've thought about, but because like you said, there's some negative feedback that can come up. That's something that's turned me away from it. Cause I don't want my guests to get bullied, you know, like I can handle it, but if someone starts ragging on my guests and I'm like, maybe this isn't a good idea. How do you feel about that? Do you think something like this would be worth trying to go live or should I just keep it where it's more controlled, you know? <laughs> I think that, I mean, it depends on the, the audience, you know, I've done some, um, shows where it wasn't like, it wasn't like questions like this. It was more like a kind of a game show. I've done some like game show streaming, streaming sites. I mean, it's not streaming sites, streaming shows. And I've done some ones where they kind of like go around and ask questions, kind of like a podcast, but it also felt like more of a game show where people are mean. Um, but it's also people, I feel like people are also like weird and creepy. Um, it's kind of the nature. I feel like if, if, the, your, if your guests are content creators, they understand that that's kind of like the nature of it. But if they're not, yeah, it can be kind of disheartening. It can be very, it can be hard, you know, but yeah. typically on live, on live stream, you have mods, um, that can block and prevent you from seeing stuff. Um, before like, you know, there's auto modding, there's auto stuff that stops certain things from being said. Um, cause people are trolls, uh, like Twitch, especially people are trolls. Like that's their nature. That's their, that's their, that's what they're about. They love that. That's what they want to give to the, that's their contribution to the internet. And so it just kind of like takes some, unfortunately some thick skin and good mods, Good mods will will can prevent the guests from seeing it if you just tell your guests don't look at the chat, <laughs> you know. And then, um, which they don't have to if you're doing something like this, like you stream that to the audience, and then like you see this. But typically, your guest is probably gonna want to see what the audience is saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna want to see what the audience is saying, and like you know, as you, I feel like as you build good a good audience as as a, like a that audience you get less trolls you know mm. 
you got less trolls. My stream is really small, but I've been a part of some bigger shows with more people. And the the stronger the community, the less the trolls. Because the community then goes after the troll before the mods even have a chance to like say anything. Like I've had people come in my stream and say things that are just like not etiquette of streaming. Yeah. And like the audience will be like, this is not like, I don't know if you're new to to this platform, but like, this is not what people do before I've even had a chance to see it or respond or have to be the bad person. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's like there's a, there's bad, but there's good. Basically there's bad and there's good. There's tools and people that volunteer for free to try to have a good show. If they like what you're producing, there are people that stand by you and like, you know, support you. Um, with ex no expectations except for the content and um those people up. will will help you make it worth it you just gotta find them <laughs> that's the hard part is finding those people um cool. yeah cool right on um we got time for one more number uh would you like to okay. go to the hard or yes all right let's do it um what's your last number 13 13 this one's a little heavy and uh feel free oh, if it's a little too personal or you know <laughs> but this question is how have you disappointed yourself how have i disappointed myself <laughs> um i think i mean it's one of those things that i feel like i'm working on so it's really hard for me to like give it a great answer because it's like I said, I'm coming around to this thing of just recognizing that like life is not what I thought it would be. It's a little strange. Like the, the actual meaning of life to me is a little different. However, I recently was talking, I, I struggle just generally with like depression and anxiety. And I feel like recently, I feel like I've given and it, some of it's on me and some of it's just itself is um, I've given too much time, you know, too much time to it. I feel like I've given too much time to it. And I feel like I've lost a lot in, in that. And it just makes me that has is disappointing, you know, and like I can sit up here and like make and like pep talk myself. It's not my fault. Da da da. But like, I don't know, you know, hindsight 2020, I just feel like there's things I could have done, time I could have given back to myself by just admitting it, admitting that, and just seeking help faster than I did, you know? Like, and that's, it's it sucks to say it out loud, but I'm like really open about this stuff. But like, it sucks to say that like, dang, you that you like you you kind of let yourself down and like your now self would be have hopped in so much faster you know but i mean you can't go back you know all you can do is move forward and i just kind of like gave up on myself um and that's it's something i recognize as part of life now but I sometimes just get really upset that I did that. I'm just like so upset that I just didn't act. I just, I didn't, 
I didn't try to help myself at all. And it is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. No, thank you for sharing. I know it's not it's not always easy to answer these questions. Um, so I appreciate that. And one way that's been relatable for me is that now I feel like I'm a pretty uh, optimistic person, usually always looking at the positive and, you know, it, going to more on, on that side of the extreme. Because, like you, like you said, you were talking about spending so much time in those dark places. I, I was in my dark place up until I left for college. You know, I don't know if it, I ever seemed that way at school when we were going to school together, but that was when I was spending a lot of my time, you know, in my dark place and just kind of like work through it, trying to work through it. Not really trying to work through it. I was just like, you know, wallowing in it. And then until until I realized, you know, there's another way or there's a better way to, to view life. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I, I know what you mean about, you know, feeling like it's wasting time and, um, you know, trying to change that for ourselves as soon as we realize it. Uh, but yeah. And, and yeah. any other things you want to add to that? No, the only thing I'll add, I think it's just that while I, I myself am just... I also have realized about myself is that I am not optimistic. It is just like not me, if that makes any sense, which is very counterproductive to depression. But I am just, I'm not pessimistic either. I am just, what is, you know, what is like, what is it? I don't try to make things positive where that need not be. And that bothers me if when it's being done like i tend not to like that too much Mm -hmm. um and i have to reckon with though at the same time of like being okay like being myself and recognizing who i am and what like how i think and like and also at the same time recognizing like the difference of that and then being depressed because i feel like my depression for for me is like sad like it's not sad it's me pushing down the negative feelings to be positive all the time, like to want to be that for the rest of the world, instead of just like experiencing, I am not happy. I do not want other people to make me be happy. I am upset about this. This is upsetting to me, or this is whatever negative emotion that is and feeling it and being there and like letting myself be in that moment and like not letting other people try to drag me out of it unnecessary like where i'm not like it's not bad to be sad these are not bad have you ever seen inside out yeah yeah uh, pixar <laughs> yeah and you yeah. know that moment when there's she's like sadness is important too like it's important and it is important like there's obviously everything that in excess is anything in excess is too much right but like i tend to do my best work in this space but i need to also know like I can be happy about things also, but like I do my best thinking, work on myself in this like more negative space, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And just like, and not trying to like, like it's just is how it just, it just is a better place for me, but I need not drop, go to the deep end either. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, 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 I feel like I know that there's other people out there that feel this way. And they're just like trying to be positive. And even in therapy, they teach you like that positivity is very dangerous. It's a a dangerous, it leads to more depression. 
when you pretend to be happy and you're not. Um, so just want to say that to anyone out there that is feeling the same. It's real. You can be upset. You can be mad. You can be sad. You can get that. You got to experience it. Don't try to push it down. Like experience it and be done with it. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Damn. You had me reflecting on like, shit, am, am I like, you know, trying to ignore all the negative? But, no, yeah. no, I, ho- I don't think you are. Yeah. I, everyone's different, you know? Like in in your pro- you you probably are just a more positive by nature person. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you for affirming that for me. Um, yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, like what I want to be aware of as I go through life is when I do have negative emotions that I can feel it and feel it deeply, but not hold on to it too long. You know, because I think I've held on to a lot of stuff for a long time and. That's one thing that I guess that, that's what scares me about feeling those negative emotions that I don't want to hold on to them. And yeah, I guess, you know, we're all works in yeah. progress. So exactly. That's a great point that there's a difference between holding it and just like your lens, you know, that the like how, how you're like, you know, just how you feel is a difference between like holding on to that bad day for like a year. <laughs> um like as as opposed to just like just how you are as a person like your general nature as a being these are not the same thing (laughs) but people put them together sometimes unnecessarily they do but that's why you know it's 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 good that we talk it out right so we get that clear understanding um all right ladora we made it to the the concluding portion of 34 questions got a like a couple more questions for you uh when you as we end end this and but before we get there there's this new thing i'm doing it's called the 34th mantra where i have my guests uh fill in this phrase and the phrase is i am i can i will so i am blank i can blank i will blank how would you fill in those blanks oh man i am the first thing that comes to mind is like I am doing my best. <laughs> okay, that's dope. I am that's doing dope. my best. And then what's the next one? I can. I can try every day. <laughs> and I will. And I will. And I will. Period. Because I will Ooh. try every day and I will. <laughs> I keep turning and I will. <laughs> Very, very <laughs> ominous, ominous there. I like it. I like it. <laughs> For sure. Um, now, if you ever need a reminder, you got this little sound bite of yourself reminding you. Um, <laughs> all that's right. great. I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's, that it's one of my mantras. Like I, am tr- like, I am trying is like literally gives me like the best feeling. Because sometimes I feel like I'm not, but I am. I am trying. <laughs> Uh, how do you feel about, about people who say there's no try like if you feel like you're trying you're doing it so, Those yeah, are the, you... the, the, no 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 that's for like everything is for yourself for whatever that person is saying that's for you and that's good that's good for you if it's working for you good for you but some people they just need to know that they're trying because it doesn't feel like they're accomplishing what they want to but they're trying and that's the biggest thing and when you can look back and say all the things you did do by trying but I think trying is something that people don't give themselves enough credit for Mm. for you know giving everything an attempt 
just whatever it is just attempting is really difficult um so hard (laughs) it's so hard there's just not enough credit given for attempts because it's just so hard (laughs) and it doesn't sell right like we don't we don't put it out there because people don't want to hear about the people who try it's all about the winners or people accomplishing stuff which is yeah interesting thought thanks for for bringing that up uh, but i'm with you i'm all about i always tell my, tell folks i'm just trying like you know i don't feel like I'm, I'm doing it just yet but yeah it's interesting to see how people view it right like I, i've had people tell me like you need to stop that you need to you know own up to what you're doing and i'm like <laughs> well i'll try yeah <laughs> go back yeah it all depends on what you're doing though like if you're if you if you're making progress and that's just how you want to frame it to make yourself okay with it then like that's fine you know yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about like if you're happy with whatever's happening i um you know there's like it's like what we were saying in the beginning it's like there's no absolutes it's all in the middle what works for you won't work for the next person won't work for the next person won't work for the next person it's just it's all about whatever framing you need and if that person needs to know that they're doing in order to succeed good for you <laughs> that's good i like that i'm happy for you i'm i'm really happy for you i'm glad yeah <laughs> um yeah you right know on. that's that's it's life for sure um all right moving on to the concluding portion my first question for you is from my previous guest so a shout out to david snow out there his question for you is if you were to 3D print any kind of tool for a natural disaster, what tool would you want to print out? For a natural disaster? You so know, like an earthquake or something? Or something to survive, you feel me? Or to like, because we when we, he was on the show, we were talking about stuff that's pretty, pretty much going to fuck up the world and we're all going to be starting from scratch, kind of. Um, so in that, oh, apocalypse? In that Ooh. kind of sense, yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew this. <sighs> He, he dropped some knowledge on me about like there's these flares happening on the sun right now. And yeah, it, I heard about those. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if it like is directed a little bit to us, then all our copper shit is going to like combust. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> aside from uh, the point. <laughs> yeah. I have problems with like, so like, okay. About me, like if it's apocalyptic level, like too many percentage of the earth's population is gone i don't want to survive that so i'm not gonna want i'm not gonna want to i'm not gonna want to make it but if it's like some natural disaster local like type of stuff okay i can i can i can think about what i'm gonna do because that's more my speed of survival that's like the gist of as much as i'm trying to survive and i think that I want 3D print though. That means it's not gonna be as smart as I want because I want a force field. <laughs> <laughs> I want a force field. I feel like that's gonna stop most every everything I need it to stop. When like tsunami, earthquake, what else can happen? A hurricane, if that's just magically t- tornado, um, fire. You know, I need a for I want a I want a, a indestructible bubble. Keep 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 preventing water preventing. You could, I mean, that could be a thing. That could be like when you say force field. I was thinking about some electric thing, like zoom. Oh, That's oh, what else. I was thinking. But but, <laughs> as, but if we got a three D print it, I mean, if they got the materials, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to have a bubble that like like this goes. Uh, this start blowing away. Like I'm gonna be cool in that bubble. 
That's what I want. It's, it's like a pod. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, like a, like a, like a, like a, yeah. That no heat can get in either if there's a fire. No water can get in if there's water. But if no, it can't flow because I might go back out to sea. Oh God. But it, it might be a good <laughs> thing if it floats because, like, if you know, they talk about the floods and everything that we're gonna need to. So. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yes, that's uh, what I want. I want that kind of mechanism. Maybe inside I can put the float mechanism up. If you start going underwater, I can. That could be an option. Yeah, or you could stay underwater, right, and like let everything happen above and then come up. Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> there could be a lot of scenarios. Um, my second question for you is: What would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to Thirty Four Questions? What would I like to ask the, the, the guests? Yep. Um, if they could talk to um, an inanimate object and hear about their experience with humanity, <laughs> one inanimate object, like, I don't know, the bathroom, <laughs> men's, the men's door bathroom or something. <laughs> Um, I got you. What would they want to talk to? That's, that's a great. That's a great. I, I have some things I would love to know from some chairs and some paintings on the wall. I would love to ask paintings questions. You're right. That that was a good one. A, pa- a painting would be dope because they see a lot of people looking at them, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Like the old ones, you know, back in the day. Like, hey. Mm. They're, they're kind of immortal. They've, they've lived through a lot. They got some years what on What have you seen? Like, I want to know. Even quarters or dollars? Yo, you know. You, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Where have you been? Like, what have you seen? That sounds like a little short short film idea right there. It's like, you know, following the life of money or something. Um, yeah. yeah that's what a- have you heard? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like what's going on? I would love to know. You never know where your dollar has been, what things it's seen, who it's been around. You know, it might have an interesting life. I, yeah, I think I think so. Wow. Like now, now I'm formulating the story of what uh, the the life of a dollar would look like, because <laughs> they they end up living for a long time, no matter how tethered they are. People still take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it goes everywhere. It can be across the world. Or- it's just it can end up in so many places and so many different money exchanges money is a good one i think food i'd love to know sometimes where did you come from <laughs> um there's so many i feel like there's so many items cameras old stuff thrift store items clothes clothes for sure damn you're right we have all these stories that can only be told by inanimate objects <laughs> yeah because um. people and people don't have any like there's no there's no uh, secrecy you have for inanimate objects, you know? So they hear it all. This is kind of fucked up, but I, I used to think that the, the people who know everyone's secrets are the people who can't talk, you know? Because, like, people probably trust them. But, oh, you're not going to say anything. Let me tell you all, all the shit that I know. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That's that strangers thing that I was <laughs> telling you about. When you meet some random people and you start opening up your whole life and, like, I don't know. I'm sure, I don't know if you've ever worked, like, um, like in a store or anything like that, or like uh, I used to work in a movie theater, and people just used to open up and tell their whole damn life story, and you're just like, "What the hell is going on?" 
why are you telling me this? And they just want somebody to talk to you. They just, and you can't go anywhere because this is your job. And so. Yeah, be um, yeah. 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 I also used to wear customer service on the phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> People tell you your whole life story has nothing to do with anything. But yeah. So I imagine it's something like that. Interesting. No, no. I, um, I mean, I, I have had customer service jobs and yeah, like luckily for me i've always kind of enjoyed listening <laughs> and this is maybe why i'm doing this because <laughs> yeah. yeah i've always been to like as far as like when i work customer service I, it's at least on the phones um because you know if you're on the phone you it's fine typically at the place i worked as long as you're all actively on the phone so people talk longer it's fine so people will start their story and be like oh my gosh what happened that's all you need <laughs> and people will tell you the whole thing. It was like vacation rentals. So when something, if you're calling me, something has gone wrong. And I want to know. I've heard about frogs and pools Whoa. and like scams, people Whoa. stealing vacations. <laughs> I've heard it all. It's all fun. I mean, it's terrible, obviously, but I've listened to stories that technically I didn't really need to because <laughs> I wanted to know what happened because I couldn't do nothing about it, but they need to get it out. <laughs> and and I good, need to hear it. That's good. <laughs> that's good customer service. People want to be heard, especially when it comes yeah. to their issues. But yeah, for sure. Um, my last question for you, Ladora, a question that ties everything together is 500 years from now, our descendants are watching this video. What would you like to tell them? Oh my gosh. Don't, don't do your thing is what I'd say. Don't, it doesn't, whatever I have to tell you has no bearings on 500 years from now. It doesn't matter. Just keep doing whatever y'all doing. If you made it 500 more years than us. You got to be doing something right. Cause I had no faith. <laughs> I had no faith. I had no faith. So you, you got it. Um, that's what I'd say. I don't think we have anything to offer you. Uh, hopefully if you're, if you're making it and people are surviving and actually getting along 500 years from now, like y'all figured it out yeah. for sure. Travel, travel <laughs> back in time and show us how, you know? Um. Yeah, please come <laughs> let us No, Actually don't because then you probably wouldn't have made it. Um, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> just keep it to yourself. I'm glad you're, 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 you're kicking around. Hopefully on on Mars or wherever Elon's trying to take us. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, last things you want to add before we head out of here? Let folks know where to find your, your stuff or, you know, it's up to you. Um, sure. I'm a, what am I? Underscore, underscore Ladora on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I want to say thank you because this is fun. I had a good time. Um, yeah yeah this is this was really fun i'm glad you let me ramble <laughs> uh, absolutely absolutely um yeah no th thank you for again for coming through uh i know it's not like i really got to know you in high school and so i'm thankful for the opportunity to get you to know you now um and yeah I, like it that isa experience 
I'm sure you're, you're more aware of it now. Very different from how a lot of other folks went to high school. Um, yes. <laughs> we yes. Were, we were a community. You know, you talked about building community, but ISA itself was its own thing compared to what I feel like everyone else experienced during that time. Um, but yeah, so shout out to, to I, well, no longer ISA either. It's a, it's a brand that got changed i think it's just international school now but um oh yeah yeah there's no more cobras it's it's a whole different thing uh, no idea yeah yeah like i don't know if our records stand still or like whatever you know how schools have that stuff like school records yeah there's no more no more isa um but it's a sad thing but Thank you again, Ladora. Um, I want to thank all the folks out there for checking it out as well. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or checking it out on YouTube, I appreciate y'all time as well. Um, gotta do the thing I hate, but if you liked it, go ahead, like it. If you loved it, subscribe and share. Um, and remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. And we'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions. Peace. And then it fades out. <laughs> Ooh, but, uh, I like that. <laughs> right on, right on. Um.